Hello siblings, welcome to the Sensory Siblings podcast. I'm your host, Louisa Shirey, and this is beaming to you from the solar system, the liberatory framework and unmasking unschool for creatively identified autistic folks who are seeking another way to see, know and be yourself. This is a radical reimagining of what's possible when we redefine ourselves from within by unlearning who we are not, making self-connection our goal, activating the languages of our sensory-oriented perception and creating the culture shifts to activate futures and selves. It all starts within. Hey siblings. So before we dive in to today's episode, I want to give some shout outs. I want to express appreciation for all of you that have joined the Siblings Discord, my free community for you, the podcast listener. It's the biggest affirmation for me to get to meet all of you. And I'm just blown away by the generosity which you've all just approached each other and um, begun this community with me. So I really treasure each and every one of you co-creating in this community already. And even all the lurkers and the readers and those who just want to sit back a little bit. And yeah, all the emojis given to each other, all of the thoughts and internal reworkings being shared. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. And if you haven't yet joined, what are you waiting for? I also want to express appreciation for those who are in the solar system who have really dive in, dive in, dove in and are doing the work and who are working on yourself and going to hard places and moving through what isn't working in order to get to a better quality of life and reclaim yourself. And it's not easy and I see you doing it and I see you supporting each other at the same time. And I'm just so proud that this is what we are doing. And this is also literally what's possible when we come together, when that cognitive empathy that Damon Milton writes about is available in concentrated form, when we are also coming together with the intent of transforming what we are experiencing into something better, into what could be. And part of that is also yeah, communicating with people who don't have those shared experiences. And that's what we've also been exploring in the workshop that I've called Interdependence Protocol, which is now available as a course. So if you were not able to come to the live recording of it, you can still uh, get all of the goodness from it. It's still available. And then you can still join us in the Discord and keep asking the questions and sharing all of your thoughts that come up around telling people and it's so interesting because at the same time of delivering this it's really um, been happening in parallel with my own experiences of having to confront this in my own life having not had to for a little while I realized recently that in doing this project in working with you all I haven't really had to communicate in that way. I haven't really had to disclose or ask for adjustments or communicate access needs or any of that because I've been completely in charge. But what's also been happening at the same time is recently I've been exploring just a couple of hours a week, just been 
exploring uh, Web3 and blockchain and all of what's happening there because of a hunch that I have that it's a new technology and we're seeing it being used for certain things. And yes, different forms of it are also impacting the environment in different ways, but perhaps not in the way that the headlines suggest. And perhaps actually there is so much more that could be done with the building blocks that this technology represents than what we are coming across in mainstream media. And I really think that there is a lot for neurodivergent folks here. So I've been diving in, I've been learning, I've been spending the last few months just trying to get a sense of it, trying to meet people and trying to get involved and yeah, really test this hypothesis, like what could be done here. And in doing so, I have come across a particular group of people that are coming together and creating something in this decentralized or so-called decentralized way of self-selecting into a project and then contributing around what you are able to contribute and what you see is possible um, within your own time schedule and then co-owning the results of that. So I've been exploring that with a particular group of people and very quickly having to come up with or come, coming across my own fears and misgivings and suspicions uh, around, okay, am I going to have to confront some of the same experiences that I had in the past of what was difficult around communicating with a group of people, especially in a group call or on Zoom or something like that. And so I've had to also go into... The, the same thing that I've been, you know, sharing with you, this process of coming to interdependence, of creating interdependence and therefore creating more room to just do things the way that you need to do it and not have to over adapt and not have to kind of self deplete and self negate in order to access things. And so I've had to communicate what my access needs might be to this new group of people who I don't really know yet and who... Um, I haven't had to the chance to test the waters with yet and, and for whom there isn't, you know, processes in place or things that are official around how you do this. And actually, it's been received really well and it's been a really positive uh, indication of where things are going and who these people are. And yeah, it's been encouraging but in the time, in the interim period between communicating that and suggesting things like, hey, maybe when people enter this project, that's a question that we should ask. What are your access needs? Do you have any? And so on and other uh, things that could be implemented. Between suggesting that and sharing about myself and then waiting for the replies, I went through a particular process that in the solar system I call a tunnel of un. So this is really that every time you move into something new, every time you step into an unknown, which is part of growth, it's just what's involved in becoming more of who you are and making things that you want happen in the world, you also have to go through this uncomfortable process of being confronted with 
your own unlearning to do and the unknown result that that new action or that new experience might present. And so that's what I want to get into today. And before I dive in, I want to also just invite you if you haven't um if you haven't taken that interdependence protocol course, it's only nine pounds. It's a really good introduction to the solar system and to the thinking that we're doing in that larger program. But it's also really for me wanting to give you some more tools and some thinking that can't be Googled. So how do I think about telling people or sharing or disclosing or bringing people into a different understanding of how I experience the world in in a in a way that can be applied to everything. So it's a process that you go through to kind of review, okay, this is how I might have that conversation. And I also share some thinking and some research around what you might actually want to communicate and how you might want to go about it. So even if you don't necessarily see yourself as experiencing disability, there may be things that you want to communicate. There may be experiences or a sense of self or identity that you want to share. And so, yeah, this might be of interest. It's still available. It pretty much functions as a a kind of self-paced course that drips over three days. And it's it's around four, three, I'd say three to four hours in total. And the link to that is in the Discord. So come on in and I'll dive into today's episode now, which is all about this tunnel of Arn. It's really about the identity crisis and the really difficult emotional feelings that can come up when we go for more, when we say, you know what, I've been being this person for so long, it's got me this. But I don't know who I could be and I feel like I'm being called into a different version of myself to meet the problems that I'm now facing. Life is always inviting us into more growth and in that process of growth there are these tunnels of un. Tunnels of un is just my way of saying it's an uncomfortable journey into an unknown. You go through this tunnel from what you thought you knew about yourself or about the world into a space of not knowing, of not being able to see the bigger picture and having to hold faith and keep moving through before you arrive at a new vista and a new understanding and a new bigger picture and a new sense of who who you are and what's possible. So this is what, what I want to talk about today and how the kind of identity crisis that this might involve Um, is actually something really productive and generative and good, even though it feels really bad. So on your way to a more uh, authentic or aligned or, you know, real self, uh, as people say, or in other words, as I want to suggest, just the next version of you that is able to bring to fruition the next level of what you want to create or make happen in your life, that is more reflective of who you are in the new now. Okay, so these crises, these difficult emotions are really good and they make more possible. And the other side of them is way more confidence and way more self-assurance and new clarity. So if you are 
you know, someone who identifying for whom identifying your own neurodivergence illuminated why you aren't being all of who you are. And it also illuminated who you are not and who are not supposed to be. You're not supposed to be these people that you've kind of been trying to be like, if it gave you permission in yourself to no longer expect yourself to do those socially conditioned, idealized versions of you things and actually to find your own way, to find your own route, but you're left wondering, but who actually am I? Then this episode is for you. So if you have questions like, how do I distinguish between who I've believed myself to be and who other people believe I am, or who I mask as, or who I assimilate traits of, but I know it's not really me, or this kind of false self that has been useful to navigate the world and translate myself into, but it's been meaning that I haven't actually got to experience myself outside of those externally kind of given ways of navigating the social that are habitual and therefore comfortable and effective, like they actually work, but it doesn't feel like me. Or will I ever get to be that person who is doing the things I dreamed of or doing what I secretly want to be known for or that I would feel like I'm fully living my life out loud that I've given my one life all of what I have and how do I be that person so yeah who is this next version of me how will I know that I'm being that 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 truer version of myself and how do I be that self okay so I want to give you some thinking for this journey as a kind of map or blueprint to know that okay this is what it's going to feel like this is what to expect this is how I know it's working and this is how I know I'm on track. And yeah, it's difficult emotions and it's a process of not knowing, right? So the solution, the the way that you find out, the way that you arrive at clarity on who you are is to actually know that to know yourself means to let go of what you think you know to be okay with not knowing who you are in order to have experiences that will then allow you to find out. So being okay with having no idea while you take new actions, to know that those new actions are going to feel scary, but only while they're new, and that you find out who you are not by thinking about yourself, not by having a clarity of thought like, oh, I know who I am, but by always being open to new experiences and that in those experiences, that is how you arrive at a new awareness and a new deeper sense of, yeah, I am being myself, okay? So being okay with not knowing and then also being willing to go for new experiences is scary, right? So it brings up fear, And it can feel like everything's falling apart or this feels really scary. So the fears involved in embarking on finding out who you are here to be next are not really reflective of the steps involved, but are reflective of the fact that your brain is noticing that you're about to do something new and it's beyond what you know. You don't actually know what the results will be. 
And so your brain is putting you on alert. It's saying, hold on, do we want to do this? I don't think so. This sounds like a bad idea. Your brain likes to have explanations and certainty and familiarity because that helps you stay in homeostasis because that leads to a greater guarantee of survival. Stick to what you know. Be who you've known yourself to be. That's the safety mechanism of hundreds of thousands of years of human survival. But we're in a different era now. We're in a different space. We aren't surrounded by threats to life all of the time. And so we can be conscious in choosing to go beyond what we have known ourselves to be in order to experience something new and in order to go beyond the limitations that we are conditioned into. And so becoming yourself as someone who doesn't fit those conditioned limitations involves courage and faith and these inner tunnels of unwillingness to go through these, yeah, these experiences of taking yourself through taking new actions and doing it and being open to new experiences long enough to actually have those new experiences in a way that feels like clarity. You have to go through a state of not knowing in order to know new things in your body, to relate to the fear as a byproduct uh, of doing new things, not as a reason not to do them. And something you're going to hear me say a lot is that no amount of consuming information can match up to the impact of creating new experiences for yourself when it comes to the goal of finding out who you are and getting to a new clarity. We don't create that clarity of, hey, I really have a deep understanding of who I am by consuming information. You have to apply what you think you know and take action towards finding out new things, having new experiences, letting go of who you think you are, and letting go of all the things that you think you know intellectually, in order to then have a new experience in your body, and new results that then you can build new clarity from. So you gain that new that new clarity by being willing to experience fear, and still moving ahead while fear rides with you in the sidecar. Fear is just a companion. The goal is not yet realized. And to get to it, you have to hold faith that these uncomfortable unknowns will get you there while traveling into that tunnel. And knowing that that fear is just an indication that yet you are doing things that require courage and going beyond those socialized and conditioned limitations and the solutions that your past self selves came up with in order to deal with things, but which now maybe feel like they don't fit you anymore or they're not leading to what you want. And so you are choosing, actively choosing to grow beyond them, beyond these past selves. Along with the fear also comes a whole bunch of ghouls and ghosts in this tunnel. In other words, contradictory beliefs, and thoughts, and sometimes trauma. So your brain, realizing that you're joyriding off the beaten track of familiar neural pathways, will start giving you all the reasons why you should stop. So along with fear, there are all these signs saying, do not enter, stay away, this is not for you, you're rubbish at this, what do you think you're doing, this isn't you, 
What will so-and-so from year four that you haven't seen in 15 years think about you? What will your cousin say? This is a really bad outcome that will definitely happen. All of which is tempting you to stay small, turn around, go back to what you know, and don't move forward towards what you want. The other thing is all the ghosts from the past experiences that you might have had that are that created shame or that didn't go well or that you were difficult but you processed them in a way that meant that you thought that that meant something bad about you and so you weren't therefore able to fully process the experience so then it's coming up again to greet you inviting you to process it again but it feels like uh oh that's going to happen again so what these tunnels of un are allowing you to do is and this is the reason to set goals this is the reason to go for things outside of your comfort zone is because it reveals to you where do you have unresolved trauma where do you have unfelt emotions unprocessed experience where did you make something mean bad things about you or the world that you are replicating in your worldview and where have you got stuff that you could heal where do you have any shame that is misplaced there isn't anything shameful about you but you may have concluded that there are things about you that are shameful and that can f- that is a real emotion that comes up even if the source of that emotion is old ideas that came from other people, old beliefs that have been active unconsciously in you and now suddenly you're getting to face them and make them conscious. So you're driving through the dark, through this tunnel of un and all this yucky stuff then comes up to greet you and to get to that light in the end of the tunnel you have to move through all of this stuff, you have to question those beliefs and feel any shame that comes up knowing that it's really not uh, telling the truth but it's something that was so you were socialized into and perhaps you never fully felt in the past and it's carried by old ideas and thoughts about yourself or values and ideas that you've been taught by society and all of this becomes conscious and you get to shine a light on all of it to move through it knowing that this is just old programming and that you will get to the end of the tunnel and it will be worth it because you will get to then have a new experience and come to a new vista come to a new understanding come to a new self image and a new self-concept and have the joy that comes after a period of growth and the clarity that comes from choosing to do something new and scary and finding out that you know what I didn't die I'm still here and look what happened now I understand something new about myself or about the world and this is one of the reasons why coaching is so effective so where therapy is about addressing the past coaching is about the future so just to make that distinction that coaching has nothing to do with therapy it's a completely different practice and they often work really well together But coaching is the support to do those new scary things and then to question and address the thoughts and beliefs and conclusions that come up as a result. And then to reinforce and really anchor and stay in that new version of yourself. 
and to stay in the moving forward through into doing things in a new way. So those old habits will want you to run those old programming, that those old neuro, neural pathways. And what coaching can do is to keep you on that track, keep you on that path to where you want to be. So to explain another example, I want to speak a bit about my own journey and how letting go of who I thought I was enabled me to experience something new and in a new way and expand my sense of who I was and what was possible for me. So I used to have a difficult relationship to my own speech. I was often told that I was speaking too quietly or saying the wrong things at the wrong time. And in the most overloaded states, I can also lose the ability to speak, which rarely happens now. But as a teenager in school, it was a lot. And people would interpret this as shyness and they would tell me that I was being shy. So I thought I was shy and I thought I was going to say the wrong thing at the wrong time. I was taught and conditioned by these this feedback into a kind of hypervigilant self-editing trying to be the kind of person who I thought I needed in order to be liked and, and accepted and be myself and that there was a correct way to be vocally self-expressed and trying to avoid at all costs the experiences of being rejected based on something I'd said or how I'd said it or the fact that I said nothing at all. And so I also observed this internal shutdown that would happen with the loss of speech, I could understand everything that was happening, but somehow my brain would disconnect me from being able to interact. And something that I think of now as some kind of mechanical coping mechanism in the brain that was triggered by cortisol, I've since found ways around it. But later on, when I was exploring what it meant for me to think of myself as neurodivergent or autistic and experiencing that particular tunnel of un, I learned that this was a common experience and I understood that this wasn't unique to me, that there were other people that experienced this and it validated it for me, but it didn't present any solutions and it also suggested to me that speech difficulties and social um, stress and miscommunication and things like this were things about me that were fixed and it defined it as something that wouldn't change and so I went for years around uh, about my life feeling terrified of being recorded and of my own voice and what really helped me was going through another tunnel of un which was being open to questioning all of these ideas, all of the I am thoughts that I had and all of the thoughts that I had about that there was a wrong way to do this or that my fear of speaking incorrectly would be something that I would just have to live with and that this would be lifelong. And to unlearn all of this, I had to be open to the possibility that I could have a different experience with other people and to bring conscious awareness to what was actually happening around speech and what allowed me to do it was to realize that this was nothing to do with speech and everything to do with auditory processing so I had to change my assumptions about myself in order to recognize that 
These were not simply speech issues, but stemmed from the pace at which I processed the sound of other people's words uh, being spoken and processing the, the meaning of that. And that being maybe even a few micro fractions of a second slower than most people's, but enough that my pace of reply needs to be slower. So becoming conscious of this and allowing myself to observe what was happening without all of the thoughts and beliefs projecting and interpreting my experiences as speech issues meant that I could yeah, experience that this was something about the way I listen and process speech and that I could then reconfigure and relearn how I do me in social interactions, how I could create more room for that slower pace and not reject myself for not being able to keep up that sense of social pressure to reply quickly that had meant that I tensed up and that I was working overtime to try and keep up and try and give the signals that I understood them and then try and come up with a reply that would fit and how all of that would make my jaw tense and make me swallow my voice and then make social interactions extremely stressful and that I wasn't actually shy or wrong and that when I allowed myself to be open to finding out who I am and to stay in self-connection with others long enough to notice how I was tensing up, how overloaded I was, to have the courage to be okay with not immediately responding with uh, a general pattern of what responses might be in order to please others, and instead to take a new action to make an adjustment where I was allowing myself a bit more of my own pace allowing myself to stay in my own body, to find what my true vocal register was, to have my own thoughts and then respond in my own time, meant uh, doing new scary things, right? So it meant I didn't know who I was. Am I shy? I have no idea. I had to be open to the possibility that I'm not and open to having a new experience. So that's an example of a tunnel of un, of unlearning who I was not. And this is also the first step that is in the solar system, which, yeah, we call it the tunnel of un, that first step. And it's really about that being the first step in the blueprint for growing into who you are here to be. We grow through these tunnels of un, through stretching beyond what we've experienced, what we think we know, in order to step into a new action outside of our habitual selves and our past selves in order to find out who we can be. So the requirement is courage and faith and willingness to question the thinking that you've been living by, thinking that you may have inherited from your upbringing and people around you who maybe are replicating values and ideas that you don't want to take on, that don't serve you, um, but that are active in you, but then as soon as you decide that you want something more, as soon as you take some some courageous steps, those values and ideas, those thoughts, those beliefs that we're socialized into suddenly rear their ugly heads <laughs> and ask you to do that inner work. And this is why 
the solar system is conceived of as a cyclical process, not a linear one. We are always going through many tunnels of un in our life, uncovering who we could be next and growing into the next version of ourselves. And they take time and the way to do it is to know that you have to let go of all of the things that you've identified with, all of the mental images and thoughts, to let go of who you think you are in order to find out. So this is a final thought that I want to give you that may or may not resonate depending on if it fits with your beliefs or the ideas that you play with, which is, so I'm just going to offer it. It's really helped me to think that when I'm acting with the boldness and courage that a ton of unrequires, there is magic in that. Because actually what you're doing is creating a new universe. That end point, that new vista that you arrive at at the end of the tunnel of un doesn't yet exist. Yeah, it's a possibility that you're being drawn into, that you're following an urge and trusting and having faith for. And that when you arrive there, there's a new, you've basically created a new universe. You've created a new possibility for yourself. You've opened up what you get to experience. And whenever there is new universe being created, I like to imagine that there's this concentration of universal attention or consciousness. So it's like a hush crowd gathering around this new possibility and you're being supported by this universe in every step you take to do new things, to open up new possibilities. And that when you do, you get into co-creation and you then get to experience another level of possibilities that you could have never predicted or seen before from your old self. And this is the fractal nature of life. It unfolds in multi-dimensions. It's always inviting you to say yes to another level of possibility and then to follow that into new tangible versions of yourself this is the most exhilarating and joyful feeling even if those growth spurts are deeply uncomfortable while you're in them it's that feeling of being truly alive of being willing to enter tunnels of un to create a new reality for yourself and to experience uh, the next version of yourself that is more true to the new now to who you are here to be next so come and join us in the Discord to share what are you currently unlearning? What is a current tunnel of un for you? What growth curves are you on? And what are you trying to make happen? What thoughts are in the way? And we'll discuss it there and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's Sensory Siblings podcast. Head over to solarsystems.xyz where you can join the Plus Siblings Discord server and discuss the topics explored with other listeners. And if you're ready to go deeper into activating your future self, I want to invite you to join my six-month unmasking unschool called the Solar System Plus Siblings. You're going to unlearn the habits of self-negating, then create self-esteem, self-clarity, and the self-belief to model the social esteem that will create culture shifts, first in yourself and then rippling out into everything you do and beyond. Head over to solarsystems.xyz forward slash siblings where you can join 
the solar system plus siblings and I will see you inside.